Hello, my name is Austin, and I will be the GM for tonight's game of Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse. Welcome to the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. We're a podcast that examines different one-shot role-playing games. We play them, we review them, and then often we get to interview the game creators on our show. We're here today to play a spooky edition of Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse. Last time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast, we talked to Derek Kamal, who wrote this game, and we talked to him about his Kickstarter for the expansion to Heaven Metal Thunder Mouse, which is Beyond Thunder City. Today we'll be playing Thunder City, which is the default setting for Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse. Ben is Kickstarter, which we'll be wrapping up within the next, I think, two weeks. He is taking it to five different unique settings where you can put your mice and motorcycles in, including a futuristic uh, Tokyo setting, one during World War II, a sci-fi like Star Wars-esque setting, and more. But today we're going to be playing the base setting, and in the future we might be bringing back these same characters, but for different settings. So before we get into the game of our spooky edition for October of Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse, let's introduce the players and the character names of their mice. I'm Becky, and tonight I'm playing Goggles. I'm Karina, and I'm playing Twofer. Hello, this is Brad, and tonight I will be playing Master Sliver. Right now, it's the characters of Goggles and Karina. What's your character's name again? Twofer. Your guys' hideout is at the train yard. Right now, when this game begins, it is night, raining, trains are slowly going by at Thunder City. Right now in Thunder City, a lot has happened over the last couple of years. There is a new mayor in town, Dinah Reeves, who while she's done a lot of great stuff for the city, she's done a lot to kind of hurt for mouse culture. She has put a lot of emphasis on animal control and has put out a lot of people to take away the mice that she thinks is destroying the good look of Thunder City. She's also been not doing a lot to help what was the base economy for Thunder City, which was the companies that were working on making motorcycles, which the mice learned how to make their little motorcycles on. So right now, unfortunately, the only motorcycles going out right now that people hear, the mice driving their own motorcycles on the street. As companies have been moving their corporations to other states and other cities that aren't as expensive as the very high tax ridden Thunder City. And a lot of that has to do to Dinah Reeves. Question, Karina? Is she a mouse? Dinah Reeves is a human. Oh, okay. I was so, wondering if it was like a human and mouse setting or just mice. Yeah, so this isn't like humanoid mice or anything. You guys are actual mice with little motorcycles in a big city of humans. Mm. Mice learned how to make their motorcycles from watching humans when a motorcycle and automotive uh, corporations were at its best manufacturing but now that has been going away as companies have been taking their companies elsewhere right now you guys hear some music brad your character is walking through the rain what is your name mr master sliver master sliver you hear a radio playing a little mouse radio from one of the train cars and you're trying to avoid the trains that are occasionally going by rain has kind of uh your fur is dripping wet from the rain. I've got like a little purple bathrobe and I'm like pulling it around myself trying to keep dry. I was about to say, when we see you, what does your character look like? Yeah, so I've got my little purple robe and I have like a sword strapped underneath it that you can just barely see the outline of. And you come across... Oh, what? 
And oh, sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I am also a rat. Yes, that's the main thing about your character is that you're a rat. Unlike most of the characters for this game that are mice, you are rats. Your character, dripping wet from the rain, goes underneath a train car where you're hearing this music playing. You see two characters, two little mice. Guys, when Master Sliver finds you guys underneath the train car, perhaps working on your motorcycles or doing something else, what are your characters doing and what does he see? So Goggles is definitely wearing like a cool biker jacket with some little patches. Like we are, we're not a very big bike gang, but we're, we're proud, we're crafty. So I've got some cool little patches and I'm working on my bike got my big goggles on that's why they call me goggles because i have these giant goggles that are like almost bigger than my head wearing them working on my bike making it look sick nice and what does your bike look like what kind of bike do you have and what makes it unique so it is a japanese style speeder bike and it's all black except it's got glow-in-the-dark orange highlights around the engine and the tire rims it's also got a jack-o-lantern on the front and some cheese on, like, painted on the side and near the seat. Nice. Very well-detailed bike. I love it. Krina, when we see you, what does your mouse look like, and what are you up to? Um, my mouse, Toofer, he is leaning up against one of the, like, train cart tire or wheels, and he's just smoking a little ciggy. He does. He rolls them himself. Um, and he is tan and he has a pointy nose and he's just slinking kind of in the shadow, smoking his ciggy. And what does he drive? Or what uh, kind of motorcycle? This is one of the characters from the book that yeah. you chose, so I know you're not. Oh, 100%. and yes. So. My character, as Austin said, he is one from the book. But the only difference, courtesy of Brad, is that he has a sick mullet, <laughs> which he makes known. He's proud of the mullet. He is. That's good. It glistens in the moonlight. Okay, there it is. Um, Tufer has a slick black motorcycle, which he keeps immaculately clean. The machine resembles a Vincent Black Shadow. It's his prized possession. Okay, very nice. cool. What does your character do next? You find these little mice underneath the train car. Uh, they seem to have a very small group dynamic going on, but with what problem you have, they might be able to help. I, what does your character do? Okay, I walk in through like the main entrance of the like between the train tracks, the opening, and I just kind of like hobble in and shake off the rain, and I look very miserable and wet. And I'm an I'm an older rat. Okay. So I just kind of <clears throat> make my presence known. To the two mice here, rats are kind of seen, at least from you guys' perspective, as the bad guys. The major rat gang in the city is the Nars, and they're basically the bad guys. They are the troublemakers, and they like to beat up, especially on the smaller mice. So even though this is an older rat, you guys are a little bit skeptical of the rat who just showed up at your guys' hideout. Mm -hmm. What you doing here? I'm looking for assistance. For what kind of job? I am trying to get away from the the Nars. Okay. But I have one last job I need to do for them. There's a, another gang in town that's getting a large score, and I have to take that from them. If you can help me with this, 
you'll be very well paid. How should I trust you? A big old rat in a purple robe. And what you got hiding under there? Yeah, he looks awful suspicious. Yeah. Goggles is like twirling her wrench now <laughs> and she's like looking at him. Okay, I reveal my katana and I say I'm not from this city. I'm from very far away and I'm here um, because my master came and was killed. I'm all alone in the city. I went to the Nars first, but I need someone else's help. I don't belong here, and I'm not like them. What do you think, Tufer? I mean, if there's a, a prize at the end, I might be considering it. Yeah, but he's a rat. Right. You know rats what are rats, rats are known for? <laughs> Being a rat. <laughs> I will wait outside while you two decide what you're going to do. I'm just going to go meditate in the rain. You guys mm. go out, you guys see the rat set cross-legged, crisscross applesauce out in the <laughs> direct rain, soaking himself even more. He is a strange one. I feel like he doesn't really represent a typical rat. Looks like a rat, smells like a rat. That's true. He's but he wearing a robe. Weird. Yeah, he's That's got a weird... In that sword? Huh. I don't know. Maybe there's a payoff in this. Yeah. Maybe we should take the job. We could use the job. Right. And the color of purple is, it's not a threatening color, so I'm more inclined to help. He's not very threatening. Yeah. He doesn't have a threatening aura, like other rats. Right. Speaking of jobs, for going over what your gang has been doing the last couple of weeks is a while back, because Goggles, you have an addiction to cheese, right? I do. You do, Goggles. yeah. Goggles. Goggles. <laughs> I did not know. You just, <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> You guys took information from Gorbo the Roach. Gorbo the Roach is an old, like, grandfather roach that operates in Bug City, and he and the rest of his roaches are masters of information. He gave you guys information of a big score, and you guys were able to get a whole ton of cheese. Probably a lot of it you kept for your own personal addiction, maybe some of which you guys sold for better motorcycle parts. But recently, you guys been paying off your debt to Gorbo for his information by doing different errands for him and getting him different parts because he and Bug City operate above a mechanic shop. So you guys have been doing that for a while. So you guys really, besides that cheese from a while back, haven't done any jobs that directly gave you anything. You guys right. have been doing jobs to pay off Gorbo, which you guys just recently paid off. So maybe, maybe you guys should talk to him a little bit more, right. but maybe this would be good to actually give you guys something else to do that will actually benefit you guys. Yeah. We could use more cheese. The stock's getting pretty low. <laughs> now I know how much you love cheese. You <laughs> love that cheese. <laughs> All good right. Swiss. A good cheddar. <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we should uh get that get that bag of Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> Good Let's old go. bag of Parmesan. Mr. I... Sliver. Or is it Master Sliver? Master. I'm Sliver. sorry, Master. Master Sliver. <laughs> the two little mice come out. Do you guys go out in the rain or do you guys go like at the very edge of where the box cart is so you guys don't get wet? I don't want to get wet. I just go to the edge and I'm like, hey, get back in here. Yeah. We both, we both beckon him <laughs> from the shadows. Okay, so I get up and I, I go back inside and I, I ask, have you decided to take the job? Yeah. We'll take the job. But if you do anything a little, a little fishy, a little off, we're going to be on your trail. We'll be watching you, rat. 
Mr. Sliver, you know that while it could be beneficial to wait till the morning or a different day to do it, you know that the job you were given actually expires in the morning, so you have to get them ready to go now and today to finish the job. Of which you have very little information to help you, because like everyone else, no one knows where the dead eight operate out of. Okay, so first of all, there are a few things that you need to know about the job. One is we're attacking the dead eight. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> they have something. A score. The Nars want it. And the Nars have something I need, and it's the only way that I can get it back. Have you been eating bad cheese or something? Mm. Are you nuts? Going after the dead eight? Goggles knows a thing or two about bad cheese. I do know <laughs> a thing or two about bad cheese. What do you know of the dead eight? I know they're bad news, and we don't want to mess with them. They're psychotic. They're almost like rats. They probably are rats. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of mice animal racism going on. Yeah, I guess. What do you know about the dead eight? Almost nothing. I'm new to this city. Yeah, well, you're rolling with a bad crowd. First the Nars, now the dead eight. I'm trying to leave that life. <laughs> what do you, what do they got that yeah. you want? I'm going to have I'm going to like turn and look back out at the rain and I'm going to have a flashback of my whole life. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Awesome. Insert flashback music here. So um I, I I think back and I narrate the story of my life, how I am from Japan and I had a human master who was a ninjutsu master. And I watched from my little enclosure him practice martial arts and I learned everything from him. He immigrated to this city and was murdered in the streets. But um, as I was trying to make a go of it and find out who killed him, I stumbled upon four baby turtles that had been flushed into the sewers. So I saved them and went to the only, um, the only group that I knew of that I thought I could trust, the Nars, fellow rats. But they are without honor. They took the turtles from me. And said if I ever wanted to see them again, I had to do one job for them. And then, like, end flashback. Your master was killed in the streets, you said. Do you have any evidence to try to find whoever killed them, or no? Not very much. He was left with a blue rose on him. Ooh. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> like, goggles just kind of, like, elbows <laughs> twofer, and it's like, what the... What is he doing? What is he looking at? And like, I'm trying to like get over his shoulder and see what he's looking at, like peeking over his shoulder a little bit, like, what, what? Because he's just having a flashback. He's not saying anything. My mullet is conducting psychic abilities, and I tell you the full story. And then I end it by saying. At least that's what I think he was thinking. My, my, my mullet can it can give like mixed mixed opinions, you know. It's not always accurate. It, but in this one case, it is very it accurate. Is. It's very it's. Strikingly... Or maybe you messed it up a little bit. In what ways would you change it? Or did you exactly get the same exact story? I think it was the same. This is like the first time it's ever worked. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, great. But it's 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 such a strange weird story that I like goggles is just like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah sure right said that. sure <laughs> do we have any leads whatsoever you're the 
the mouse gangsters, I thought you would have cool. some idea. I'm a mechanic. I fix bikes. I, I eat cheese. <laughs> 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 you found the wrong game, Master Sliver. <laughs> We're just but, a bunch of like fat cigarette smoking mice. Cheese addicted mice. Cheese <laughs> addicted mice. Surely you know someone who can help us. Do we know someone who can help us, Austin? I think Tufer is my only friend. <laughs> 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 yeah, our gang's pretty small. <laughs> We're just best friends. It's just us. But you are at least from this city. Yes. Do you know of a place we can seek information? Yeah, we know. We know a place. We know a couple of places. We just paid them off. Mm. But that cockroach has got some information on everybody. That's true, Gorbo the Roach would perhaps have information, but that may put you in even more debt to him. But maybe he's the only one that has information. Would right. you guys like to go out and talk to him, or what would you guys like to do? I'd hate to owe that bastard any more money, but... Should we see if we can get some information out of him without payment? Through cheese? We could give him and my homemade cigarette. <laughs> I do have a little bit of that gouda, oh. the smoked gouda left. You've had the restraint. I've toggles? had the restraint. It's the best one. I wanted to save that till that was That's like the good. last bit. I'm proud of you, goggles. Thank you. I've come a long way. Yes. All right. I think we should do this. So you guys hop on your little motorcycles. Becky, you have your uh, motorcycle that's decked out with all like the neon lights. It glows in the dark. Uh, Karina, you Let's have see. your bike going. What was your bike again? It's like a. It's like a sports bike, or what was it? No, I think it's a. I think it's based on. Like a Harley Davidson, sort of. Sorry, we were. No, I think it's a. Uh, hmm. We were zoomed in on the mouse face. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at his little nose. Uh. It, it just says slick black motorcycle. Okay, cool. So, where does Master Sliver go? Um, I don't have a bike. I can't drive. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I kind of look at goggles and I say, you're a mechanic, right? Yes. Oh could, my god. Could you rig something up? I, <sighs> I need to go with you, but I can't drive. Well, I suppose we could throw a sidecar on for you. I was thinking of like a, like when you go apple picking, the little cart in the that you get. <laughs> I was thinking just put them in one of those. What drag like behind small, the motorcycle? Yeah, <laughs> but no, the side cart is much better, much better. I think that would be a little bit better for him. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. So at this point, Becky, how do you construct this? sidecar um and where do you get the parts you can just kind of narrate you have the stuff but just where did you get it well so this is our little hideout and um before i had joined our motorcycle gang i had a bike shop myself but then i got like beat up by a bunch of punks so um but twofer helped me out and we became best friends and so then I decided to move my shop to the hideout. So now um, half the shop is our living space and the other half is 
basically the shop where I can like fix the bikes up. So I had some little side projects I was working on and I was able to just construct a little cute side cart. And of course I painted another glow in the dark jack-o'-lantern on it because like if you're rolling with me, you're rolling with a jack-o'-lantern on your cart. Sorry, man. And I just rig it up to my bike. It's part of the deal. Part of the deal. What do you think about this look, Master Slipper? I just kind of, I walk around it in a circle and then I stand there and I nod and I say, this will do. Thank you. Safety first. Put a helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a, a rat-sized helmet? I dig around and I find one that's yeah, kind of big. Yeah, it works, I guess. Okay. It looks a little small and dorky on your head. <laughs> he, of course, looks like a dork. He is a dork. <laughs> he's a rat. <laughs> he's a rat. <laughs> and since we're driving goggles, we don't have to abide by the rules. We don't need a helmet. <laughs> we just gotta put the rat through it. <laughs> so the rat looks like a dork. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys race off into the night going to find Gorbo in the rest of Bug City. So you guys get to the mechanic shop. So it's a human mechanic shop underneath, but in the attic of the mechanic shop that's kind of been abandoned is where Bug City is. While mice can get most places, Bug City is pretty much the only place where rats and mice and other animals can't get into. You guys make an appointment with a roach, and then the grandfather of all roaches, which is, uh, what's his name, Gorbo. Gorbo comes down and meets you guys. He's like, very old, he's hunched back, he's got his own little cane, he's old by roach standards, and he even has like a long white beard. He probably looks, in a lot of ways, like Master Sliver over here, but in roach form. He comes down once again. You guys hear not only in the background the humans work on different cars and motorcycles, but the little sounds of the roaches in their little city above working on whatever they work on, because you guys have never really seen Bug City with your own eyes. Gorbo comes down very slowly. So you guys are back. I'm not sure why, but unless you have forgotten, you have paid off your debt. Hopefully the cheese was worth it, goggles. Oh, Gorbo, <laughs> the best. It was so good. Did I tell you about the Gouda yet? You did many a times. I'm <laughs> glad so you good. like it. And who is this rat friend over here? What's your name, son? I am Sliver. Young man, you have to speak a little bit louder. My name is Sliver, <laughs> and I've been told that you might have information. I have all information. That's what I do. All my friends, family members, all 10,000 of them report to me. What can I help you guys with? Well, he's looking for the dead eight. The dead eight? <laughs> you don't want to go messing around with them. That's Those are I some bad him. mice. Perhaps we need to. Where can we find them? Ugh. That is some history in a location that very few people know, pretty much just me. But I'm not gonna give it away for free if my name ain't Gorbo. And Gorbo actually is a request maybe these mice, who are very skilled with a pause with design of motorcycles, can help me with. If you guys are willing to do one more job for me. There's so many jobs. I'm I just know. trying to enjoy my It's not my even cheese. a job. It's more of a small favor for an old friend. Well, we brought you some Gouda. 
I don't eat cheese. Oh, sweet. I light up. <laughs> <laughs> I light up two ciggies very majestically, and then I'm like, "Hey, try try this." I didn't get to this age by not smoking ciggies every no, day. No, but th this is my own blend. You've got to have at least a puff. It's pretty good. He takes a puff. <coughs> I think my light cycle has been narrowed down by multiple days. Thank Goggles, you. We did not approach this in the way we should have. Listen. All right. What's the job? What's the job? Listen. It's not even a job. It's just a find. I see you little mice driving your motorcycles on the road every day. Wind in your fur. Goggles on your head. You guys look like you're having the time of your lives. Before I go, I want to feel the wind going through my antennas. So while my whole life I've been stuck up in that attic in Bug City, I want my own motorcycle. Not yours, I want one for myself. I know they're probably hard to find these days and age, but if you can find one, or perhaps take one, I will be so grateful. In fact, I'll give you this information right now for free. But in return, I hope within a day or two, you guys can bring me a bike. A roach-sized bike on the... For you, buddy? It's coming up. Yeah, get even if it's a mouse-sized one, I'll make it work. I don't think they make roach-sized ones. We're not really one for driving bikes. But whatever you guys can find that's not rat size. no offense, sir. Yeah, we'll give him a booster seat. Have you ever seen those, like, small motorized bikes that, like, you just barely your butt fit on and your, like, knees stick up to the sides? Yeah. And I bet, like, the mouse version of that would be just right for a, a roach. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, here's your information, and I trust you guys since I know you that by giving you this information, you'll be able to bring me the motorcycle soon before I go. So the Dead Eight, once again, I warn you not to mess with them. But they are at what the humans call a haunted house. This haunted house spooky. is not only spooky to humans, but to mice. Mice and rats do not go there, except for the dead eight. Why? Because of the ghost of the black cat Mouser. <laughs> the most deadly of cats. The one who's killed more mice than any human. Mouser is not a cat to mess with, and he did die of old age, but his ghost lives on. People oh. say he still roams in that house. He gives you the information of where to find the house, and he says, good luck, but I gotta tell you, I don't like your chances. What do you say, master? We should make preparations and leave at once. Just return a bike to me soon. If, maybe you guys will find one on your way there or on your way back. You don't have to go do that right now, but just okay. bring me a bike when you can. The dead eight are dangerous. Maybe one of our bikes will be without a rider when we return. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Maybe grim. one of our sidecars. <laughs> yeah. You guys go back out into the city, ready to go ride off towards the mansion, the haunted mansion. On you guys' way there, a giant skunk runs in front of you guys' path. To avoid colliding with it, roll a, for the two of you guys, roll driving. Which, unless your mice have anything special, all mice have a plus two automatically. So, in this game, Heavy Metal Thunder Mouse uses the fate system. You roll four of the fate dice, which are either blank, have a plus symbol, or a minus symbol. 
and then you add that bonus to whatever you roll. So roll four dice, add any bonuses you will have with any pluses or minuses. And with this, you need to just get a fair plus two. I got four. Up total four. Okay, mm -hmm. you're good and you succeed with style. So if you want, you can get a little boost, which uh, for this, we can say you rev to a stop and no one is injured. Your passenger doesn't fly out of your sidecar and you're able to get a good look at what almost made you guys crash your bikes. What is <laughs> she rolled two pluses and two negatives. So that would be a total of three. Zero, right. And then she gets plus three. Okay. Okay, so you got a three. So you guys both stop in time. There is a skunk, which you guys have very seldom seen skunks in front of you guys' path. This skunk wears like a gas mask on, so you guys can't see his eyes. His eyes are behind the gas mask. And yeah, what would you guys like to do? He purposely jumped out in front of you guys. I rev my bike. He looks towards you and goes, what are you going to do about it? I my name is Weezer. Oh, Weezer. My name is Weezer the Skunk. I saw you guys were talking to them bugs. You guys buddies? Old pals? And then he takes his big old skunk nose that's hidden behind the mask, and he sniffs, but you guys can barely see the nose. He sniffs the mice, and he sniffs the rat, and he, like, is a little bit repelled by you guys' smell. Which is something, considering he's a skunk. What's wrong with you? You stink! He goes, I don't stink, you smell. You smell like wet rat and wet mouse. You're very observant, Weezer. <laughs> let me cut to the chase. Let me cut the cheese, let me cut to the chase. Wait, do you have cheese? I do not know, but I can get you a whole lot of it. So many side quests. <laughs> <laughs> you can clearly see... My eyes in my goggles get super big. Like there's images of cheese on it instead of yeah. like dollar signs. Yep, it's just cheese. Big wedges of cheese. He goes, I want that attic and I want to run Bug City. I always wanted my own gang. And to do so, I'll need to take out Grandfather Roach. Gorbo, I believe his name is. If you guys... And I'm not forcing you guys. I'm not hungry for mice. I don't eat mice. I'm not a carnivore. Well, maybe I am. But you guys can say no. But if you take out Grandpa Roach, kill him, I'll make you guys first and second in command as you guys can help run my own new gang with me as we operate Bug City. What you say? Well, what do you think, Rat? I will not be involved in a dishonorable plot. I cannot speak for my companions. Mm, disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like, I'm more attached to the roach than stinky skunk. <laughs> you know? I don't, I don't really uh, want to spend my days with a skunk. Yeah, I feel like the, the like scent will kind of rub off. And he goes, ah! Disappointed! And then he does really big fart cloud, which is him <laughs> spraying his musk at you guys. No. And then he disappears because it's so potent, it's like a green gas, and he's gone. When can you guys I... are able to drive through it, he's gone. Can I use um, one of my stunts? Sure. 
So I have body language, uh, which I can tell from people's stances and their physiology, what they're thinking or planning on doing. Can I have some forewarning that he's about to spray so that we can all, like, jump back out of the way of it and not get sprayed? Oh, yeah. That's a good way to do it. So, yeah, you see that he is turning his butt around uh, behind the goggles of his uh, breathalyzer mask. You guys see that he's a little bit pissed off that you guys don't want to join him on this. And, yeah, he does look like he wants to do one final stink bomb before he leaves. So you can say whatever you want to say to them before it's too late. Quick, jump back. He's going to spray. Okay, so then I would, like, throw my motorcycle into reverse and, like, so you guys give a roll driving or like movement or some upper skill you guys think would be applicable to this I rolled four a total of four yep Mm -hmm. you're able to get out of that stink cloud you rev it in gear and you back out of there before stink cloud hits you I do like a sick half donut and like peel out of there (laughs) nice do you burn rubber (laughs) hopefully okay yeah Yeah. okay so that's like what she got five Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, so you guys get out of there in time. Okay, after that, uh, Weezer's gone, leaving that stink cloud behind. Luckily, you guys were not hit. And we looked like badasses yeah. doing it. What do you guys think that you guys almost got hit, but the rat you guys were not trusting actually gave you guys a little bit of a warning? Yeah, well, All right, I'm rat. starting to warm up to him. Starting to warm up. <laughs> we're still cautious. He's, uh, he's earning some brownie points, some cheese points. Yeah. You guys keep going. And you guys eventually get to the haunted mansion. At this point, it is almost midnight. You guys arrive outside the haunted mansion, a large building, even for you guys, that has fallen apart. For some reason, you guys could hear almost like what sounds like an organ playing inside. You're not sure who will be playing that though, because it looks like it's pitch black inside. Crow's Caw. The moon is only a sliver, providing just a little bit of light. And to go up towards the mansion, you guys will have to go through a family graveyard. You guys park outside. If you guys want, you guys can drive your little bikes up the, well, a little bit rocky. There are steps that go up to the house, and maybe you guys can get in with your bikes, or you guys can ditch the bikes. That's up to you guys. But what do you guys like to do at this point? I don't want to ditch my bike. Yeah, we should find a secure place pretty close to where we want to go, but not somewhere in the open, because we don't want them to get yanked. No, that's fair. So, you guys go closer, and there is a rose bush. Dead roses, of course, but you guys could hide your bikes there, or if you guys want to be a little creative, you might be able to come up with an idea of how to get the bikes inside. Of course, it won't be super easy, but you guys could do that. I'm kind of a little sneaky, so I will try to, like, sneak around the premises and see if there's, like, a ramp or anything. Sure. Or, like, a little board or something. Yeah, you can, like, hit, like, a jump with it. Yeah. Sure. If you want, you can roll sneak or some kind of, like, observant roll, perception roll, if there's something like that. Uh, snooping? Snooping's good, yeah. Okay. I can help with snooping. I have a plus one in it. Sure. So, Becky can give you an additional dice. Becky, how do you help her? Um, I kind of, like, walk around with her and, like, try to, like, point out things that I think be would be helpful. Okay, and so... while this had happened, Master Sliver, what are you doing? Um, I'm just Can meditating in the sidecar. Okay. 
three is enough to pass. Nice. You find a loose board that has uh, pried up, and you hit it full bore, and you jump your bike onto the porch. And as long as you guys can find a way in, I'll allow the bikes to go in, you'll be able to drive inside. And Becky, you do the same thing with your bike. And I'm definitely not expecting it because I've been kind of zoning out meditating. <laughs> so as soon as we launch, I like start scrambling around, come out of meditation, I'm freaking out, and I like... When she lands, like, my feet are sticking up in the air and my head is, like, down in the bottom of the side <laughs> I'm all turned around. Oh, jeez, yeah. So, he's not having a good time. You guys get closer to the house. There are some broken windows. The door maybe can get pried open, but it looks like it's shut. How would you guys like to try to get in? There is there any sort of, like, holes in the walls or anything? Are there any, like, loose boards that I could use karate to, like, chop through? There are some loose boards that have uh, fallen apart almost to rot and age. And maybe with a swift kick, you could uh, knock a hole enough so that you guys can push your bikes through. I'll try that if that's okay. I get a plus two. A plus two? Yep. Um, for this, you need a plus three to succeed. So if you want, you can spend a fate point and use one of your character's aspects and you can get a plus two or a reroll on that, or you can accept the loss. I will accept the loss. Okay. Uh, the rat goes over and goes, hi <laughs> And he just hurts his paw really bad. Uh, he can't break through, you know, fairly solid wood, even that if it is rotten. still rotting. looks like a dork. Well. Are you still wearing the, the little mouse <laughs> helmet on your head? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that off real quick and throw it in the sidecar. <laughs> Goggles and two for snicker a little because we, we saw him forget his we helmet did. and keep it on we did. for a little bit. He looks like a dork. You guys look around and there's not a hole that's big enough for your bikes to get through. While it's not impossible to get the bikes through, you'll have to come up with your own way to jimmy it open enough that you guys can get inside. Should we leave the bikes outside so, like, when we leave, they're not, it's not like a hassle to, like, drag the bikes out? We could have them, like, ready, like, pointed outwards, so when we sneak out, we can just zoom out. We, that's not a bad idea. We could leave them, we leave them in the little shadow over here. Yeah. And then have them pointed outwards so we can just run, jump, and yeah. fly off the porch. Your getaway vehicles. Getaway yeah. vehicles. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Master Sliver, do you think that's a good idea, or is that their business? What do you think? I think it's a fine idea. I'm going to take my. I'm going to walk over to the closest plant that I can see. I'm going to take out my sword really quick in like one swipe, and then cut off some uh, twigs or uh, leaves or something like that to oh. put over the bikes. Yeah, to kind of hide them. A little camouflage. Oh, pretty cool. You guys find a hole in one of the windows, and you guys are all small enough. You guys are able to scramble in into the house. You guys are inside. So what I'm going to be doing as the Game Master is I'm going to be putting three aspects that you guys can put your own fate points into. Anytime you guys don't get enough to succeed, of course, you can spend your own fate points and use one of the aspects on your character sheet if it makes sense. But if there's nothing to connect to, you guys can use one of the aspects from this house. And those three aspects are a very long wooden dining room table. The second one is lots and lots of cobwebs everywhere. And the third one, a very rickety banister. If you guys fail on any of your rolls, maybe you're able to connect those three things or one of those three things 
and spend your fate point and you can get a plus two or reroll on all your dice. Just as a heads up. You guys sneak inside. In there, you guys see, to your horror, a couple members of the Dead Eight. Some of them driving around in circles, just driving throughout the house just for fun, just racing each other or wrestling with each other, fighting. And there are a couple that are working on what looks like you guys have seen humans drive before, like a tractor trailer truck, but without the trailer, just the tractor part to it. So a very large truck for mice, that is. Some of them are working on that and trying to fix it up so it's ready to go. Some of them are put in, I'm not sure if mice in this world use gasoline to power these or what they use, but whatever energy they use to fuel these vehicles, they're refilling it for whatever job you're about to do. Biodiesel. Sure, biodiesel, that's what they use. We're very earth conscious. <laughs> Even Dead Eight, the crazy mouse king, <laughs> they're conscious for the environment. Yes. Amongst them though, what surprises you besides the Dead Eight members that you guys are trying to avoid, hanging out near the ones that are working on the tractor trailer truck is Weezer the Skunk. Weezer the Skunk is there, he's got his gas mask on still, and he's yelling at them to get the truck ready for whatever deal he's about to go do with the NARS at the docks in an hour. And yeah, he's just telling them to get things ready and he is just curling himself up in a ball like a cat and he's just relaxing to the side while the other members of the Dead Eight don't say a word to him, but they keep working away on the truck. At this point, guys, what would you guys like to do? So I suppose I would turn to the to the rat Master Sliver and be like, alright, what are we here for? It must be the truck. Good. <laughs> Good. The truck that everybody's working on. Great. But, we'll just take that. Yeah, so the truck is there, but there is no what looks like cargo attached to it. It's only the truck. Maybe there is a trailer somewhere with whatever you guys are trying to steal. Or maybe it's something else completely. Maybe this is something else. But this truck looks like just a truck to move things with. Next time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. Just in case there's cheese in there, I'm going to roll out and check to make sure there's no Do cheese it, in the cabin. Goggles. You go in there and there's indeed no cheese. Damn. Yeah. All right. No cheese in it. Well, I feel like someone's been bamboozled. Because there's a cat in this trailer. Yeah.